Lift up your two hands. The Bible says in Psalm 144, the verse 15, the happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Blessed are the people whose God is the Lord. Eternal Father, this morning we are standing before your throne of grace. And we acknowledge your divine glorious presence. Father, without you we are nothing. We are where we are today because of your exceptional love. The Bible said, for your love is unfailing. Your mercies are unfailing. The other day the Bible said, your mercies are renewed every morning in our lives. This morning, your people have gathered before your throne of grace to exalt you. To say you are indeed the I am that I am. The ancient of days. The lion of the tribe of Judah. We are saying today that it's indeed not by mind. It's not by power. But by your spirit. Many began the week. But they didn't end the week. Father you are our lives. You have preserved our nuclear and extended families. Thank you for our friends. Thank you for our loved ones. Thank you for our wives. Thank you for our husbands. Thank you for our children. Thank you for our aunties and our uncles. Thank you for our parents. Thank you that every one of us, today we are alive to celebrate your goodness. Father, this morning as many as will be seated under the sound of your voice, let them experience you in a very unusual dimension. Let your intrinsic word propel somebody to the next level. Let your word airlift us to our next level. We refuse to remain the same after this morning. Ask today and let wisdom billow upon us like never before. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the precious Holy Ghost. And everyone who has a thunderous amen. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? Come on, are you excited to be in the presence of God? Somebody shout, today is my day. Tell yourself, today is the day. The Lord has made. And you will rejoice. And be glad. Shout it, I will rejoice. Shout it, I will rejoice. And I will be glad. Tell yourself, today is my day. Tell somebody, it doesn't have to be your birthday necessarily. Every day is your day. Tell somebody, every day is my day. But you have a problem with that confession. Okay, tell that neighbor, if you don't have a problem, then smile. Tell the person, today is my day. Tell your neighbor, say your own. As for me, today is my day. Today is your day. And I promise you, by the grace of God, by the time we are sharing the benediction, your palpable miracle will be sitting in your hands. If your neighbor's amen is louder than yours, your neighbor will get it. Hallelujah. Let's appreciate the premier lady of the house. Come on, let's appreciate mommy. Appreciate her, appreciate her. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Well, by the grace of God, I'm going to round off on my series on the mystery of wisdom. How many of you sincerely have been blessed? Your life has metamorphosed by this teaching. Let me see by hand. This morning, your life will go to another level. Your amen is very discouraging. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, the mystery of wisdom. Somebody shout the mystery of wisdom. 
Shout it one more time. The mystery of wisdom. Shout it 2019. I'll be wiser than my contemporaries. Shout it 2019. I will have an advantage over my peers, over my colleagues. Say 2019. I have an advantage. Shout it 2019. Because of wisdom, because of divine wisdom, my star will shine. Can you say it like somebody that means it? Say, because of wisdom, 20, my star will shine. Shout it, my star will shine. Yes, your star will shine. Your star will shine. Whether the devil likes it or not, after this teaching, your star will shine. You know, yesterday, one of the scriptures the Lord impressed on my heart during the prayer time. And yesterday we had a mercurial time in God's presence. Was Proverbs chapter 3, you know, the verse 13. Proverbs chapter 3, the verse 13. You know, the Bible said, happy is the man who finds wisdom. Can you see that? In, in, in the NIV, I like the way he puts it. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man who findeth wisdom. So I said yesterday, child of God, your blessing is tied to your wisdom. Are you with me at all? So if you are not blessed, it's because you are not wise. But thank God, after this erudite teaching, somebody is living here with the grace for wisdom. Oh, your amen is very discouraging. Hear me? Until God lavishes you with wisdom, your blessing will be conspicuously missing. But thank God, after this morning's teaching, your car will manifest. Oh, come on. Your breakthrough will manifest. The accommodation you are looking for, you will find it. That breakthrough business you are looking for, because you carry wisdom, there is blessing on your life. Receive that impartation. Rise up and shout, I can. Shout it, I am blessed. He said, happy is the man. So, you are sad when you have no wisdom. Are you with me at all? You, you listen, your joy can never be complete. When you don't have wisdom. He said, happy is the man. Blessed is the man that has wisdom. It's automatic that when a child of God has wisdom, that child is blessed. You may not see the blessing today. But my dear, it's just a matter of time. I told you in this church that the beginning of every great person is not popular. That you don't have a car today does not mean you will not have a car forever. That you don't have your, you are paying rent, I know. But my dear, once wisdom is con continually operating in your life, it's just a matter of time. Can I prophesy? Between now and end of this year, may a certain tenant become a householder. Your, your amen is very discouraging. Anybody that is living in another person's house, may your wisdom bring you your own house. Somebody shout, I receive it by fire. Somebody shout, I am blessed. I didn't write it. God said so. That any man that has wisdom is blessed. Somebody shout, I am blessed. You are blessed. You know, give me my scripture. If you have been coming to church, be familiar with Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10. Give me that scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. The verse number 10. Somebody shout, I am blessed. Tell your neighbor, look at me. Can't you see I'm blessed? Tell the neighbor, if you can't see it, you are, you are a suspect. Tell the neighbor, can't you see I'm shining? Can't you see you are privileged to be sitting with a billionaire? 
Come on. Am I talking to somebody? Tell that neighbor, can't you see I'm a big boy? Can't you see I'm a big girl? Can't you see I am blessed? Tell the neighbor, if you can't see, then it's your own problem. Because I am blessed. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes not everybody around you can see what you see. Are you with me at all? But you just know that the house is not there. The car is not there. The money, you can't really see. But you just know you are blessed. Have you been there before? You just know it, it, that feeling is what produces the breakthrough. Are you with me at all? That's why you don't allow anybody to mesmerize you from today. Anybody that has something that gives them advantage over you, your own wisdom will give you your own. I say your own wisdom will give you your own. You know, last week we, 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 we concluded on how to receive wisdom. You remember? Give me the scripture. Give me the scripture. Ecclesiastes 10. How you sharpen your advantage. I told you the iron, if the iron be blunt, and we said the iron there is a reference to your advantage in life. You remember? Talk to me. You remember? And we went further to say one of the ways, you see the Bible said, if you don't wet the edge, in other words, if you don't sharpen your, your advantage, you don't improve on your advantage, you know, you will not get to the level you want to get to. And I showed you that one of the ways, I mean, one of the ways you sharpen your your advantage or one of the ways you improve your advantage is by coming to church and sitting down and hearing God's word. Are you with me at all? So people who don't like to go to church, they cannot sharpen, you know, they cannot advantage in life. Say, I hear. Talk to me. How do you receive wisdom? By coming to church, by sitting down, hear God's word. Then your wisdom, you know, escalates. Your wisdom increases. For every one of you seated this morning, because you are here in church, may your wisdom increase. I say, may your wisdom increase. I told you, as stupendous as grace is, and grace, as powerful as grace is, anybody that has grace without wisdom, your, 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 your life will be rendered ineffective. Why? Because as important as grace is, you still need wisdom, you know, to be able to execute your assignment. So, grace alone is not enough. Tell somebody, grace alone is not enough. Tell somebody, you still need wisdom. What makes grace very, very sacred, very sweet, is when grace has a complementary element called wisdom. When you have wisdom attached to grace, my dear, nobody can deny your success. And I prophesy that between now and the next five days, may this wisdom you are receiving coupled with your grace bring you tangible miracles in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I receive it. So tell your neighbor, love to come to church. Tell your neighbor, don't give excuses. Tell somebody, you have to mature. Yes, if you don't come to church, you can't receive wisdom. Because it is your coming to church, you know, that you have privilege to receive wisdom. And I told you in Luke chapter 10, you know, verse 42, when Jesus entered a small village, met three people, um, Lazarus, Martha, and Mary. You remember? I'm just giving you a summary. Then Jesus, uh, Martha came to Jesus and said, Sir, my sister is not helping me. Jesus rebuked her. He said, Mary has chosen the best part. You know, the question is, why was Martha complaining? Why was she complaining? It's because she was not wise. Are you with me at all? When you are not wise, you complain. Am I teaching at all? People who are not wise, people who don't have 
you see, this divine wisdom, they complain at every little, the little delay, they complain. The little disappointment, they complain. The little setback, they complain. People who are always complaining, it's a sign that you don't have wisdom. Tell your neighbor, learn to stop complaining. Listen, nobody told you that this path you have chosen, you will encounter turbulence. You know, the, the cross, there are two sides of the cross. There is the side of the blessing and there is the side where you go through some kind of experience. Are you with me at all? But most of the time, people believe that when they become believers, everything should be automatic. Everything should happen. They shouldn't go through any experience. There should be no delay. No, my dear, it's a wrong doctrine. Are you with me at all? The Bible said, in all these things, so there are things you will go through. In all these things, I am more. So, there are things you must go through to become more. Are you with me at all? So, people who complain, when they complain, why am I paying time? Why am I doing? I'm not seeing anything. What's wrong? Uh, it's a sign you are not mature. It's a sign you don't have wisdom. Are you with me at all? Everybody has an experience. In John chapter 16, the verse 33, the Bible said, in the well, there will be tribulations. In the well, there will be tribulation. Who was speaking there? Talk to me. Who was speaking? Are you Did the Bible not say in 1 Corinthians 1.30 that Jesus has become our wisdom? The same Jesus said in this well, there will be what? Tribulation. So he didn't promise you a, a, a well that is free of disappointment. He didn't promise you of a well that is free of setback. There will always be disappointment. There will always be setback. There are people who disappoint you. It's part of life. When you are wise, you understand this principle. Are you with me at all? When sometimes you don't have money in your pocket, it's part of life. It doesn't mean you are disadvantaged. Is somebody following me at all? Because today we have a lot of babies. Every little thing they are complaining. I'm 30, why am I not married? I'm a graduate, why can't I find a job? It's part of the process. That's what wisdom teaches you. You know a lot of people are behaving like that. It's because they don't go to church regularly. Because when you go to church regularly, you will get this wisdom. That irrespective of what you are going to... You see, if you are the kind of a person that you only get excited when things are happening, you are getting car, you are getting house, you are getting this, then one small delay, you are complaining. Even God will be disappointed in you. You are baby. It's babies that behave like that. But when you were a mature Christian, when things seven years, no child, everybody is saying something is wrong. We say, no, I have a better interpretation for my life. No, 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 something is nothing is wrong with me. Ah, can't you see people married two years, they have children? No, forget them. The race is not to the swift, the battle is not to the strong, bread is not to the wise, favor is not for men of skill, but time and chance. Happiness to them. When you are wise, that is how you behave. That is your erudition in life. That's how you think. You don't get angry with God. Lord, look at me. Look at you. Eh? You are there. I'm here. I'm suffering. Why? God can use you. You are a baby. You are a baby. We need to put pampas on your buttocks. Because that's how children behave. Listen, I am teaching from experience. Who said, when I began this journey with God, I had everything on a silver platter. But one of my prince, I don't complain. 
I don't mama. Why? Because I believe by the grace of God. I always have a better interpretation for what I'm going through. Every little thing. You went somewhere. You, you were sure you would get the job. You didn't get it. Because that week they told you this week an open door is for you. When they closed the door, I ah, see you. See all the things they said. See, you were a baby. Come to church so that you can grow. Sure, that is wisdom. Have you noticed that in John chapter 11, when Lazarus died, right? And Jesus, you know, came into the compound of Lazarus. Mary was quiet. Mary was just watching the situation. Mary, why? Because when Jesus entered their house, when their brother was alive, he looked, um, he looked chapter 10, the verse 42. Mary was always asking Jesus questions. Jesus, so in the midst of, you know, calamity, how, how should my attitude be like? Jesus said, when there are turbulence, this is how I want you to behave. Use wisdom. Don't panic. I am in charge. You know, I am the one that told Peter, walk on. The one that took bread and fish and multiplied. I am the one that is telling you, when you go through turbulence and storms, keep calm. Keep calm. So Mary had wisdom. So when Jesus entered the compound of Lazarus, after Lazarus had died, Mary was just waiting. Why? Because she still remembers those words. That in the midst of all the attacks, just keep calm. But Martha, who was never seated, who was never in church, hearing God's word, she quickly ran to Jesus in John chapter 11, the verse 21. He says, sir, if only you had come on time, complaining. Complaining. If only you had come on time, your best friend Lazarus, he wouldn't have died. This is in the Jewish tradition. When a man dies, within three days, if you were to come around, my brother would have lived. Now you are coming after four days. Baby. But Mary was quiet. <laughs> Mary, I believe Mary wanted to tell the sister. Sis, hey, I never try. So I said, Oh, man, sorry. Into a castle, you know, oh, castle. But then you said, Oh, can you answer? What's the menu? My ID. You know why? Because she was not in church. Mary was very wise. Mary was a possessor and an embodiment of wisdom. She was quiet. But this other one. You know, as I'm teaching now, you know where you belong. Whether you are a martyr member or you are a Mary member. But I pray for you. After today, may that spirit Mary possess. May that spirit come upon you. I don't know who I'm prophesying to. But from today, irrespective of the challenge, irrespective of, of the adversity, may you receive divine wisdom. May you sort through your storm. May you go through the turbulence and not complain. Receive that impartation. Rise up and shall fire. Shall fire. Shall fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What betides you when you marry a man that is a man in age? But a baby instead. Marry a woman that is old in age, but baby instead, you are finished. Every little provocation. See, man, you are running to your wife. A man that is supposed to be the head of the family. What makes you the head of your family is wisdom. It's not just the Bible said, Obianim. How we know you are in charge of your family as a man is when you were commander or commander in chief of dispensing wisdom. If you don't have wisdom, stop calling yourself a man. 
You are not. Eh? Job, suddenly, he got sacked. Money is not flowing. Instead of encouraging your husband as a wise woman, look at your mates. Look at how they are shining. Look at me. Look at you. That kind of woman is not wise. You see, people who are not wise, they soon forget where God picked them from and where God has brought them. Because if you are wise, you will ponder over the time that your husband's job was doing well. The number of times your husband was changing your wardrobe. The number of times he was giving you holiday and money. So when this kind of thing happens, you will look at your even in his lowest moment, where his own wisdom is gone. You are still telling him, my dear, don't worry. Till you get, I will give you my money. We will share the little I have. That is a woman that has wisdom. Honey, what what have we cool? What have we me It's because that woman is erratic when it comes to coming to church. Listen, when you meet God, ask him the kind of disclosure I'm giving you, no doctor can give you, no lawyer can give you. You can only find it in the house of God. having a field day eh, in the lives of God's children. It's because we are not wise. I'm telling you the gospel truth. We can pray, yes, but how many of us have wisdom? We are not wise. We are not wise. When you are wise, my dear, witches and wizards can never frustrate your life. Why? Because you are in church and the word of God will be preached to you. In Psalm 119 verse 98 The Bible said Thou through thy commandment The word commandment there is the word of God Thou through thy word Has made me wiser than my enemies Can I preach this for the next five minutes He said thou Through thy Has made me wiser Than my enemies Let me let me let me let me let me let me do some you know, expository preaching here. Because the, 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 the enemies here is not a reference to people who when you get a car, they can't sleep. People, when you tell them you are getting married, they have sleepless night. It's not talking about people in your office who don't want you to be promoted. That's not the enemies there. The enemies here is a reference to witches and wizards. Eh? Witches and what? Wizards. And unfortunately for you and I, Particularly in Africa, you scarcely enter any family where there will be no witches and wizards. Omu ofio, wada inti na wuni mu. Kino bibo anyo mama da, wada, wada. Inti wuni, so omu kuwabushiem. They are everywhere. Witches and wizards. They are no respecter of persons. They are in every family. They are in your family. They are in my family. Are you with me at all? Come on. In every family there is a witch, there is a wizard. All these people who are preaching a new doctrine that there are no witches, there are no wizards. I pity them. Because we know ourselves. Unless we are not spiritual. Me, when I see a witch, I know. When I see a wizard, I know. Always that you find them flying. You, know? you see, most people think once you see a witch, they should fly. No. They have changed. Some do fly, but not always. Oh, no, no, no. Stop thinking. No, the moment you hear witch, 
You are thinking some broom because that's what we're reduced to believe. Some broom. There are witches and wizards in every family, my dear. That is the more reason why if you don't become corrosive in your approach to the things of God since the days of John the Baptist up until now, the kingdom of heaven allows violence and violent people by force. But behind the force, there should be wisdom. They are everywhere. One day I was telling a bishop friend of mine in Portugal. I said, oh boy, I, I, I don't really, I deal with witches and wizards when necessary. But I can't spend all my life exterminating them. Why? Because the Bible said, through thy word, you have made me wiser than my enemy. Why? Because they are always, keep that scripture. They are, they are witches and wizards. How many of them have we not killed? Look at it. But for they are what? So, no matter how many you kill, they are still there. So, instead of wasting your energy, you know, putting all your coach, your, 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 your vigor into dealing with them, my dear, let them be alive whilst you drive your car. Let them be alive whilst you walk down the aisle with your husband and wife. Let them be alive whilst you dedicate your children. Let them be alive whilst you are going to Dubai, Hong Kong, Singapore to do business. Am I talking to somebody? I prophesy in this season of wisdom, in the midst of all the witches and wizards, you will still dedicate your house. You will still enter abroad. Receive that blessing. Rise up and shout fire. Give somebody a high tell the person, let them be there. But I will still prosper. Yes. Yes. The reason why I am always believing God for good things for my life, so that the witches and wizards will know I don't have their time. So that they will know, in spite of their meetings, if I decide to have another child, I will have it. If I decide to get married, I will get married. If I decide to buy how I will buy it. So in the midst of their maneuvering, you are still blessed. Why? Because through his word, he has made you wiser than death. From today, may your wisdom make you better than your household witches and wizards. Your amen is very discouraging. If your neighbor's amen is louder, their breakthrough will be faster. Somebody shout. So that is it. Jephthah. They will be there. They will be there. But you become a billionaire. Amen. And there is nothing they can do about it. Why? Through your word. Through your word. If you don't come to church, you don't receive that invitation. Through your word. Thou hast made me wiser than my enemies. Why? Because they are always with me. Let them be there. You will still distribute your wedding cards. Let them be there. We will come and do housewarming in your house. Let them be there. We will dedicate your cars. Am I prophesying? Let them be there. You will start one shop, start another, and another, and another. They, listen, if they can't handle your branch in Accra, they should get ready. God is about to open branches for you. Your business will not just be in Accra. It will be in all the regions in Ghana. Receive that impartation. Receive that treasure. Rise up and shout fire. I remember many years ago when God called me, I checked in my family. It's good to investigate. I investigate and I discovered in the history of my family's lineage, no man of God has emerged. 
Nobody became a man of God. To think of you become a powerful man of God. Travel the nations of the world. Ah, they are witches in my They were wizards in my house. But I told them, oh boy, you can deal with those who allowed you to deal with them. But in my own case, through his word, I let them be there. I will still travel. Let them be there. I will marry. Let them be there. I will have children. And I'm prophesying to you. They will be there. You will marry. They will be there. You have children. They will be there. You have your money. Receive that blessing. Receive that treasure. Receive that power. Rise up and shall fire. Shall fire. Shall fire. Shall fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is why you have to come to church. Have you gone to church? You know, the man of God is preaching. And it's, it's like, there is some mechanism going on in the inside of you. It's like something is, something, let me, let me do key English. Something they do you. Baby, yo, am I talking to somebody? I prophesy. Anybody that is feeling that way, after this meeting is over, you are stepping into your next level. I say you are entering your next level. Receive that power. Receive that anointing. Receive that wisdom. Shall fire. Give somebody a high Tell the person a fire. Can you say I'm for But make Can we be little Christ? Eh? You don't know Christians. The meaning of Christians is simply little Christ. How can we be little Christ? And witches and wizards will not make you enjoy life. It's because you are not wise. The word of God is everything. That's why you have to read God's word. There is wisdom in his word. It's a repository of wisdom. Read the Bible. Hey, stop watching too much soap opera. Read Bible. Catch up with King Kind, Trocon, Chrono, King Kind. Any child of God that goes through an entire week without reading one verse of scripture, you have not wise. Yes. You are not wise. You are not wise. How can you go through the whole week? You couldn't read the Lord is my shepherd. How many seconds does it take to open your Bible? See the number of minutes you spend on social media. Some of you are sitting here, you are even bloggers. See the number of minutes you spend in blogging. But you can't read a verse of scripture for even one minute. Something they do you. It's a sign you are not wise. The word of God. God came to Joshua in Joshua 1 8. He said, Oh boy, come here. This book of the law. This book. This book, you are carrying it like that. This crow, Joshua. If you can meditate on it day and night. Joshua, there is wisdom in this book. If you can meditate day and night, that wisdom will make your way prosperous. You have good. This morning, I plant God's word into your spirit. Listen, when you wake up even tired and you feel like not going to church, you will just discover you are going. Because you need wisdom. 
You need something that's staying at home to watch child's play. It will not help you. Chucky eh? has not helped anybody. I like, I like action films. No, action films are sweet. In fact, some few days ago, I went to watch John Wick. The, the part three. Oh boy, I see action. I told mommy, this is one of, there will be no scene of romance. I like it. They scatter everybody. I like it because when I watch action film, I envisage myself in the arena of warfare. This is how I deal with witches and wizards. So by the mention of my name, I am a modern day spiritual Ken Reeves. So by the time they see me, I scatter them. I prophesy to you, out of this wisdom you are receiving, anywhere you enter, witches and wizards are gathered. You will flood them by fire. I say you will flood them by fire. Somebody shout out a servant. Give somebody a high five. Tell the person, go after God. You know, this church, by the grace of God, eh, I like to prophesy. Yesterday, I prophesied. Didn't I, by God's grace? Yesterday, I ministered to people whose cases were very serious. We, we had an awesome time. But I keep telling you that as much as I like to prophesy, eh, prophecy is inferior to God's word. Hear it from the prophet himself. God's word is superior to prophecy. That is why I don't want to build a people who only want to come to church to receive prophecy. You are coming because you want an encounter with the undiluted word. You want an encounter with the unvarnished word of God that come and amorphose your life. The word of and out of that wisdom, when you came, you were poor. But by the time the word enters you, you are prosperous. When you enter the church, you are in prison. But by the time the word metamorphoses you, you are on top of the palace. Am I talking to somebody? May God's word bring you wisdom. And may the wisdom take you to your next level. Receive that impartation. Rise up, shake your legs, shout fire. That is why you come to church. Tell somebody that is why you must come to church. In John chapter 5, the verse 39, Jesus said, Search out the scriptures. Search it out. Have you realized sometimes when you stay at home, you may read certain scriptures which you, you may not get the understanding you are looking for. But when you come into church, it's like the very text you read, the man of God also reads it. And when he's preaching to you, you are like, wow. So this is what I read and I didn't see it like that. Because you have to be in church. That's why the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. Hebrews 10.25. That's why we have to gather in the house of God. Have I not preached a message the house of God? Talk to me. I've even preached seven reasons why you should go to church. And you are still giving you know, futile excuses to stay at home. You are causing yourself a lot of disservice. The wisdom is here. Tell somebody the wisdom is here. Tell somebody by you, you are better than the level you are now. Tell somebody, I challenge you. If you can keep coming to church, tell somebody, if one whole month, you don't miss Wednesday service, you don't miss Saturday service, you don't miss Sunday service, you don't miss Holy Ghost evening service. For one month, 
Listen, if God doesn't change your life, when you see me, don't call me Reverend Casey. I'm telling you, when you challenge God, you are giving, you are tithing, you are giving your offering, you are in church Wednesday, you are in church Saturday, you are there Sunday, nobody's calling you, nobody's encouraging you. Why? Because you are desperate to see the hand of God. That is what wisdom does. By the time you are doing that, God is already deploying angels. Oh yeah, go down, go down quickly. This week, may God send some angels on errands on your behalf. I said this week, may God send angels on errands on your behalf. If your amen is discouraging, they will bypass you. But if your amen is the loudest, may you receive angelic visitation. Somebody shout and receive it. Let me show you, let me show you two people. Just two people in the Bible that missed out on golden opportunities because they didn't apply wisdom. Wisdom is important. It's important. Wisdom is important. In my journey with God, when I come around people who God has endowed with divine wisdom, I spend time with them. Why? Because I'm learning. Are you with me at all? Because I told you that nature will teach you common sense. Even that, mommy, I've discovered that common sense these days is not really common. No, I'm telling you the gospel truth. As much as common sense eh, should be the common denominator of every child of God, I've discovered that some people, even with the common sense, they don't have. Oh, they don't have. Sometimes some people can do some things and eh? you wonder. And to squeeze in energy. Hey, I'm going to school. But the way you tell me here in your man, now we start saying that this certificate is here. Can I do your course? Can I do it? At the moment, one course school, so kasa, it means abau. Are you with me at all? Common sense is truly not common. because if common sense is common, eh? So me tia Barbara nice one. I don't need an angel to tell me. Catch it and say the way you are. If somebody has to tell me, so me tia Barbara nice one. To make a sorry, then common sense is not common. Oh, are you following what I'm saying? Then you walk away. Then somebody comes to you and says, My dear, can't you see when you open the door, you hit the gentleman? Go and say sorry. Then you go. My dear. When I open the door, I'm sorry. How is that common sense? It's not common. I watch how people behave. Eh? How, there are people around me. I watch them. I'm very observant. Too. I told them to catch your mom. Because this year, I don't know one member. I don't know. I don't we will say make a waste of time. I mean, keep your energy in case I need it. <laughs> it's a serious thing I'm teaching. It's not common. So I pray to God that the one that nature has given us, may we not even lose that one. Because some people have lost it. Yeah. Some people have lost it. 
Some people have lost it. You are a student. Exams is approaching. Everybody is reading. Wada. Omada. No, think about it too. You have philo- philosophy. Everybody is reading. Wada. And yes, what be you? And then yes, be a wedding Kenyan in Western Wakoda. Wada. No, be a catcher. Are you writing philosophy to my 730? Have you learned? Hey, it's true. It's a sign you don't have common sense. Unza make kawawo check your life. You have not brushed your teeth. You have not brushed. Wow, no coach. You have not brushed your teeth, but you are going into the midst of people. Atmosphere Do as an adult, if mommy has to remind me, Kinsley, couldn't choose. And I say, I know what you choose. Hey, as an adult, common sense tells you when you wake up, you have to brush your teeth. No, am I helping somebody at all? You enter restroom. You just saw no eraser. You entered your restroom. When you were sitting on the water closet, you saw there was no eraser. Common sense tells you before you do mathematics, eraser. So if you sit there and you shout, hey, why, 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 no? You don't get common sense. Because before you enter, you check. You see, this is common sense. Oh. Have you realized it's not really common? And yet, it's supposed to be common. But wisdom is not even common sense. Wisdom is a gift from God. This morning, I pray for you. May you receive divine wisdom. It's, it's a very simple but very stupendous prayer and prayer. Anybody that any area of your life you are low, you are myopic, you are small, you are stagnant because of lack of wisdom. As I stretch forth my hands, may wisdom below upon your head. I say may wisdom below upon your head. Somebody shout I receive wisdom. Shout it I receive wisdom. to 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 3. The verse 17. 1 Samuel chapter 3. The verse 17. Look at me. Let me just give you the background story to this scripture. Somebody shout Eli. Some people say Eli. It depends on the food you are eating. Are you with me at all? Eli. Eli. Is the same thing. Somebody shall Eli. I think Eli sounds more so be an So as a Eli Ninja as a common the Eli. Somebody shall Eli. Tabu Trenekan say Eli. 
say a lie. You know, there are some people, even when God blesses them, they are still frowning their face. Them be an enemy is serious, you're worrying. I'm telling your face doesn't display seriousness. I'm, there are people who won't be an enemy, and just were a serious person in life. Seriousness is putting your, your, your hopes on God's way. That is seriousness. That is seriousness. When you put your hopes on God's way, that is seriousness. This Eli was a chief priest. He was anointed. Eli was what? Anointed. The man was a priest. He was anointed. The man had an office. He was, he, he was greatly, you know, blessed by God. But this Eli, this Eli, you know, at some point when he was getting old, he allowed his children to take over the activities of the priesthood office. And these children were bad boys. They were eating the sacrifice that was meant for God. They were sleeping with the women, doing all kinds of, you know, nonsense. All kinds of things. And people came to tell Eli that Eli, your children, they are misbehaving. They are causing a lot of, you know, pandemonium, a lot of havoc in the temple. You better talk to these, your boys, Eli. Talk to them. Let them quit this idiocy. Let them stop it. Eli ignored it. You see, Eli saw the office of priesthood as an entitlement. He saw it as a right. Are you with me at all? That's how he saw it. He didn't see it as a privilege. He saw it as a right. So instead of putting right people in right position, he put family there. You see, in the in the service of God, there is a principle. And that principle is, you don't have favorites. In the service of God, there is no favorites. You give opportunity to people who are willing to serve. Are you with me? Your brother is not serving God well, doing all kinds of bad others. It doesn't mean that child should become, or that child should enter that office. You'd rather give it to another person who is obedient, who obeys instruction in that office. But Eli saw that priesthood, you know, privilege as a dynasty. He felt that after I'm done reigning, let my children continue. When they are also done, my children's children will continue. That is where he missed it. Are you with me at all? Vanessa is my biological sister. She's a worker in the church. If I put her there only because she's my biological sister, I've missed it. She has to earn it by service. She has to earn it because she loves God. She has to earn it because she pays her tithe. She gives her offering. She's in church every now and then. If I take Vanessa, who's not doing any of the things I'm saying, and I put her in charge of first timers, I have heard. It is a very precarious decision and the consequences may be very cataclysmic. Am I preaching at all? So now that you have the background to this story, let's first Samuel chapter 3. And he said, <laughs> this is God speaking to 
Samuel. But before then, look at something. Because God has spoken to Samuel about his intentions. So Eli said to Samuel, and he said, what is the thing that the Lord had what? This is Eli. The man that is approaching retirement. The man that at this juncture, he has lost the anointing. The man that is very, very, you know, confused. Very demented. That is the man talking. I pray thee. He was talking to Samuel, Prophet Kinsey. I pray thee. I did not from me. God do so to thee. And more also, if thou hide anything of from me, of all the things, what? You said, this is Eli. You know, Samuel, the little prophet, he was living in the compound of Eli. And Samuel came to Eli and said, sir, did you call me? He said, no, I didn't call. He said, no, are you sure? Did you call me? So I didn't. Then Eli said, when next you hear that voice? When next you hear that voice? Eh? Just say, sir, speak. For thy servant hear it. So this is what Eli told Samuel. So God spoke to Samuel. Samuel, I'm going to kill Eli. I'm going to kill his children. I'm going to take the priesthood lineage from him. And nobody, there will be no male child in their family again. All because of the nonsense the children were doing in the temple. So Eli came to Samuel. He said, Samuel, look at the words he said there. He said, tell me everything he has told you. In fact, if you hide anything from me, God will deal with you. He's even placing a curse on him. <laughs> Go to verse 18. Let, let me even make it more intriguing. And someone told him everything. And he hid nothing from him. When somebody comes to you, look at me. And the person is telling you, anything God has told you, Barbara. In fact, tell me, don't hide anything. Because if you hide anything, may God deal with you. I'm even cursing you. When you are listening to such a person eh, as a third party, wouldn't you be thinking, ah, it's like this person is ready to repent. No, follow what I'm teaching you. The way Eli was behaving, someone tell me everything. If I don't hide any, anything God told you, someone, I'm not hearing from God because of one or two reasons. Now you are the latest prophet, the latest servant of God. Someone, what is God saying? Someone, be careful, what betides you? If you don't tell me and you also may God curse you. Someone said, okay, this man is really, you know, he was ready to change. Then someone told him everything. That's what about. He said everything. Look at the response of a man that is foolish. A man that is anointed but very foolish. Look at it. It is the Lord. Uh-huh. Let's read it together. Let him do. No, can you imagine? I've caught Stephanie, God forbid. Stephanie, God says because of A, B, C, D. If you don't repent, you will die. Stephanie, I'm not happy with the way you are doing things and the way you are moving with one man, the other man. This, quick. If you don't, you will die. The one I tell Stephanie, he said, thank you. But he's the Lord. He should do what he pleases. Can you see F on tree? Can you see? No, if you were in Eli's shoes, what would you have done? You will quickly kneel down. Sir, forgive my children. I don't know. I've been a bad parent. Please, deal with them not after their sins. Don't reward them according to their iniquities. Tamper justice with men. If you will tell little Samuel, since you are the latest, I beg you, kneel down with me. Let's cry to God. He said, he's God. You see familiarity? He's God. 
Did God tell you he doesn't know he's God? Let him do what he pleases. Anytime I read this scripture, it, it agitates me because there are a lot of people that are walking that road. You come to church. Hey, every day, don't fornicate. Don't commit adult. Is it only me? Is it only me? Is it not my first time? No farmer's sorry. That could pay me a boy drama. And I had it. But I could pay my temple. Some people can sit in front of you and say, Daddy, you know, we just touch ourselves. We didn't enter. We just touched. <laughs> hey. So we didn't enter. We were just touching. What the ministry? Touching ministry. <laughs> you know, some people are unreasonably bold. When you are not wise, your, your blunder is pointed to you. You are still justifying your actions. Listen, a lot of people will enter hellfire with a lot of lamentation. Because some people will enter fire because they had the opportunity to eschew the fire. But they embraced it. Eli should have just gone down on his knees and pleaded. I told you that you can be gifted and yet very foolish. Anointed, very foolish. You can be a manager. You can be a CEO. You can be a doctor. You can be a pastor. And yet you are foolish. Listen, I, can't, I couldn't have gotten to the level I am just by anointing. Oh, cannot get me to this level. You need wisdom. You see, I, why, why are you taking pride to? This haughtiness, this smug, why are you taking it to? Have you not read in Proverbs 16, 18 that pride go at what? Before what? Destruction. Pride. Look at it. Pride. Go at before destruction. That is why before you do anything, ponder over it. Think through it. Eh? Do you know when you become proud, you become a champion of your own will. Nobody can talk to you. Nobody can rebuke you. No. You are not wise. You are not wise. You are not wise. When you are told something, some bad news, don't react immediately. Take time. Hey, hey, woman, don't behave like that. Take time. Think about it. Sometimes it could be a trap. Okay, they told you some terrible news. The way you reacted can give you high blood pressure. You cardiac arrest can carry you. Listen, listen, tell somebody, don't be pompous. Ketro be said, Mem me me mau goswati. Ketro say, when you be asao. No, look at the person and tell the person you 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 not be anybody like that. Look in face and tell him. Say, my sister, my brother, humble yourself. Pride goeth before destruction. No proud person succeeds. What do you mean the book of Nazar action? Because of pride, he became a beast and lived in the forest for years. When you
told your mistake. Because when you phobia, just wait my trumps or you agree. Senior, you're careful because the grounds you are working on is dangerous. It's dangerous. It's what? Richard, you do something bad. God forbid. Rita, my daughter, comes to report. Daddy, Richard hurt me. My friend, Richard, what you did, you didn't use wisdom. It was foolishness. In fact, you behave like a fool. I will say it like that. Richard, you were a fool in capital F. I, because in this church, foolishness is not an In fact, yesterday, I told them God gave me another one. Foolishness is not an insult, but it's what? There is another one God has given me. I said, foolishness is not an issue of status. <laughs> I expect Richard to look at me and say, Daddy, I'm sorry. I don't know why. I... But Richard shouldn't tell me, Daddy, I beg you. Please, I respect you. I respect you, Daddy. I respect you. There are people too, they won't say that too. They won't say that, I respect you. What do you come at? What do you come at? Okay, I was here in the Navy. I got the view of the echo. What's that? But they all say, Who do you want to make a camera drink through here? Who was out there? One more friend, I don't know. My friend, you're a good day. You have to make a camera. Because one of them was, you're a good day. You have to make a camera. So, can be a I expect that quickly. Daddy, I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't even know Rita told you about this. In fact, I want Rita to come back and tell me, Daddy, you know, Richard came back and he apologized. That's, that's, that, that, is, that is somebody that is willing to repent. That is somebody who has wisdom. James chapter 4 verse 6. The Bible said, God will always resist the proud. And to who will be anointed, who will be a bed, or a dear one in the kitchen, to who pride. Because who said you are near you knew your answer. I do Am I preaching at all? God will always resist the proud. Is it not this church? I said every proud person in the sight of God is a foolish person, and that's the truth. But I prophesy. May the calam- may you not enter the calamity of Eli. May you not make the mistake of Eli. At every given situation of your life, may Jehovah teach you wisdom. I say, may Jehovah teach you wisdom. Somebody shout, I receive wisdom. Shout it, I receive wisdom. Eh? Some people have the effort. They can even fight their departmental leader. Fight anybody. Fight departmental leader. Fight your own spirit. You are fighting me. You are not even afraid. You are fighting me. Eh? You are fighting me. You can. Eh? <laughs> you are playing with fire. There are principles, and God honors principles. You see, when you are not wise, you die prematurely. Are you with me at all? Oh, in this house, may God teach us humility. I said, may God teach us humility. May your husband be humble. May your wife be humble. May your siblings be humble. Receive that impartation. Let me give you the last one that we pray. We break bread. Give me root chapter one. 
Ruth chapter 1. Ruth chapter 1. Let's read from verse 1. You see how God, God said to Samuel, tell him. Samuel told him. God was expecting repentance. He said, God, oh yeah, expedite your judgment. God now came. When you go home, you read the, the closing verses of that scripture. God killed Eli. And not just Eli. He killed one of his son's wife was pregnant with a male child. God killed that child. God told Eli, for this your foolishness, eh? this seat of priesthood will never come to your family again. That's serious. Just because of an act of foolishness. All this calamity would have been extinct if Eli had just knelt down, could told to God and say, tamper justice with mercy. It was, don't forget, Eli was the, uh, uh, the son of Aaron. And remember, God made a covenant with Aaron that their priesthood eh, will never leave their lineage because of foolishness. God terminated the covenant. Just one silly mistake. God told Aaron that the priesthood is for you forever. 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 Early. See what you have caused. Because of you, no male child was born again. Tell somebody be careful. Sometimes your actions, it's not just you. It's posterity after you that will suffer. It's posterity after you that will suffer. Listen, when I tell you, when you are in a relationship, be holy. I am not saying need to restrain you. I need to help you. After all, when you marry, don't you have access? No, talk to me. Those of you who are married, do you need permission before you do anything? You do it anyhow, anyway. Some people are sitting here, they know themselves. Because they have the right to do it. I don't know be any body. Once you are married, it's, it's your right. Written. Is it not your right? It's your right. I like the way you did it. It's my right. Root, root. Let's go to root. Root chapter one. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was what? A comsychronim. And a certain man of a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab. He and his wife and his two what? I'm showing you just two people that didn't envy his wisdom. And because of the lack of wisdom, their family entered into serious jeopardy. Look at it. Go to the verse 2. And the name of the man was Elimelech. Udi Elimelech Amiense Samao. And the name of his wife, Naomi. And the name of two sons, Marlon and Chilion. Look at me, look at me, look at me. This is what happened. Help us. Help us because we are, we, are, we, are, we are a generation that have no regard for God's instructions. We are a generation that like to disobey God. We slap God in secret and honor him in public. A lot of the things people do, they can't do it in public. They do it in secret. It is very easy to stand in church. Lift up your hand. We lift our hands to the grave. I am found. Ukofia the oil and here. 
This man called Elimelech. There was famine in the city. There was famine in Bethlehem. Look at you. There was no food. Couldn't find bread to eat. He carried his wife, Naomi. Carried his two sons, Marlon and Chilion. He said, we are tired of Bethlehem. We are leaving this place. We are going to another country to sojourn. I pity children of God. Who can stand pressure? You know, there are some people who say that, how can I be a child of God? And I'm going through a problem. It's a sign that you don't have wisdom. I'm tired of this prophet. I need another prophet. Who will give me numbers? Any child of God that does not want to have any problem in the journey with God, it's not wise, it's foolish. It's not possible that you can have a journey with God that is devoid of enigma, devoid of mishap. Problems don't come to destroy you. It comes to teach you maturity. Problems are not destinations. They are roles to the fulfillment of your destiny. Am I helping somebody at all? Because of problem, no bread. Somebody shout. Because of food. This man and his family left the place of a place called there. The place called there. They were supposed to be in Bethlehem. Bethlehem was the place of bread. That's the meaning of Bethlehem. Yet he left the place of bread and was looking for a place to sojourn. Why? Because of famine. Because of because of problem. He couldn't endure a little longer. The husband has not come, so you are you are doing anything just to get the husband. Visiting malams, wearing all kinds of things. Hey. Because you believe the husband has not come. They gave you some powder. The man carried his family from the place of bread. And look at what happened to him. When you leave your place where God has signed. The bread there too represents God's word. The place where he was being fed God's word. He took his family and left. Look at what happened. Continue. Go to verse 5. You go to verse 5. Okay. Go, 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 go back. Go back. Let's read it quickly. And Elimelech and Naomi's husband, what? When he left Bethlehem, the place he shouldn't have left because the famine was temporary. No situation in a child of God's life. No situation is what? He couldn't endure. Today, may wisdom teach you endurance. Your aiming is very discouraging. I say, may wisdom teach you endurance. May wisdom teach you long suffering. May wisdom teach you patience. He died because he left his place called there. And they took them wives of the women of Moab and the name of Oprah. Come, come, come to verse 5. Come to verse 5. And Malon and who? Chilion, his two sons. Also what? Can you see? If only you had just waited a little of wisdom 
Why leave? Because there is a problem. I've been coming to house of consecration. Some people came just last year. They have married. Some people came two years ago. They have new jobs. They are breaking through. They have money. Lord, what about me? Haven't I served 10 years? Haven't I served 5 years? Haven't I said? You see, you are behaving like somebody who doesn't have wisdom. Because in the will of God, there is no juster position. There is no comparison. When you are in God's will, you are not in competition. The Bible said they comparing themselves with themselves are not wise. People who are always competing with others is a sign of foolishness. When you are wise, you are happy for others whilst you are believing God for your own. Am I preaching? Because of one useless decision he took, he died. His two sons also what? Died. If only he had employed wisdom, they wouldn't have died. But you know the problem I have in this scripture is the wife. Naomi is my problem. Because when you are a wise woman and your husband is fooling, you should be able to talk sense into your husband. It's because a lot of wives too don't have the wisdom God embeds women with. Because imagine, if I'm doing something and this thing I'm doing eh, can land me in jeopardy. And mommy is watching me to enter jeopardy. She should be able to say, my dear, I know you can see, you can hear. But this one, I beg to differ. Go and check. That is a woman that has wisdom. With your banner carpet. Hey, me your usher. Me na me tre unko fokwa wenye mifi. The mechanic is fine now. What's the matter, my dear? If Naomi had challenged him on this one, it wouldn't have happened. He would have said, my dear, this famine, I perceive it's temporary. My dear, let's not leave this place. They left and they died. So, wives, I beg you, when your husbands are making, future wives, eh, when your husbands are making wrong decisions, help them not to make the wrong decision. Don't be quiet. Tell your husband, I don't support this one. It's wrong. I know you are anointed. I know you are the head usher, head worshiper. Pastor Steve, you are a pastor. Your wife can still tell you, my dear, in all this, your pastor, pastor, stop. I think you are wrong. Think through this. Again, humble yourself and listen. Several times, I've had mommy to rebuke me on things. That's wisdom. I've had mommy to tell me, don't do it this way. Do it that way. Eventually, what she says is what God eventually confirms to me. Don't become too proud that your wife, eh? Only in Warimpo, who can't hear when she jano. Any juma, I go bad day for no part. In gossip, he's not even listening to you. What is that? Born a cocoa, mini bema. When I say, Oh, bema, no cocoa. These men and women in this house that will walk in corridors of wisdom, corridors of knowledge, corridors of understanding. We see that impartation. Somebody's on fire. Two things, two areas I want to see you exercise wisdom. Anytime you are offended, apply wisdom. What did I say? Listen, you, oh, you that you are infuriated that somebody has offended you too, you have offended somebody. Are you with me at all? Anytime you are offended, be careful because most times when you are offended, your wisdom is suspended. Apply wisdom. When you are offended, apply wisdom. Because if you are not careful, you will behave like a limalek. You will leave that place God has put you. That place of suko. That place, you know, of solace. You abandon the place because you are not wise. When you are offended, don't lose your wisdom. Don't lose it.
somebody offends you, apply wisdom. Apply what? Wisdom. Then the second area, this one will help those of us who are married. But if you are not, in the future, don't lose this. You need wisdom in your marriage. You need what? Particularly in choosing the right person. Listen, if you don't apply wisdom, you will choose the wrong person. And that is the end of your life. If you marry wrongly, eh, your life will end up in destruction. You need wisdom. My dear, stop just looking at natural stats, physical qualities. That's not wisdom. The lady is pretty. It's part of it. But beyond the beauty, check the spirit. Check her commitment to God. Is she born again? Is she saved? Don't just marry somebody because the person is pretty. Don't marry the gentleman because he has Gideon. He's handsome. There's no, there is no protocol, son of my wheeze. No handsome. Why? You have a problem. All of them, they are handsome. They love the Lord. Gideon, you see the way he's wearing his like When it's prayer time, he can pray. They are not just following me. Look at their Oga Enoch. And you someone quite a soft one one pair. But Danis of Fudiesa, but where they are They are blessed. Are you with me? So it's not just I need a guy that you know is TikTok. The guy has dimple. The guy, what is this? I want to hear things like, Daddy, I love him, not even because he's handsome. He's hardworking. He's very responsible. The guy has vision. Daddy, one of the things I like is that he's not lazy at all. Daddy, he doesn't have a car, but when he speaks, you can tell that he's working towards it. He wants to build them. Those are the kind of people you marry. And you'll be a, as a bad boy in the answer. Fresh guy. Because why a guy? Daddy, I that's the kind of guy I want. Can he pray? I'm not can he recite the Lord's Prayer? Eh, he was trying. And you want to you want me to approve such a man? A man that does not go to church. Is that one to a husband? Because you have one like that. You need wisdom to choose the right woman. Ask her, can you cook? Can you cook? Because we are not going to be spending the money on Chinese buffet. We won't be doing that the rest of our life. Can you cook garden next to you? Can you cook beans? Can you prepare Quaker oats? Can you She like to nag. Does she like nagging? Everything, everything, everything. Your mama be also a mubufu. I know where you are. Muhils and men kuwa obe kume. Those kind of women, you don't marry them. You marry a woman that when you enter your house, she's holding your belt at the gate, bruh. So super pretty. We a smallest guy. Walk over gangaria as a wife. Now ban watch your belt. Obama. 
Stand to your feet. Lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning, as my hands are lifted, as we have rounded off on this teaching of wisdom, let me be wise. Say, Lord, let me be wise. From today, any area of my life, I have no wisdom. I receive wisdom. I receive divine wisdom. In the name of Jesus, 2019, anywhere I appear, wisdom to leap. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, say, Lord, this morning, I place a demand on the supernatural. Let wisdom never leave my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to pray. Just pray. Pray for one minute. Eric. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Pray for wisdom. for wisdom in the name of Jesus whatever you are put your two hands on your head let me pray father as your people have placed their two hands on their hands yesterday you led me to anoint people and when I put the oil on them I prayed one prayer I asked for ideas wisdom that brings ideas the wisdom that makes your people prosperous for every hand that is on the head I use their hands as a point of contact. Let strange oil of wisdom for ideas come upon them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every woman, every boy, every girl. After this teaching, wisdom shall below upon them. Wisdom shall below upon them. Wisdom shall below upon them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for answered prayer. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus.